Welcome to the Youth Sports Safety Update. Today, we're speaking with Jeff Allen, Associate Athletic Director for Sports Medicine and Football at the National Champion University of Alabama. Jeff is an accomplished athletic trainer. He's involved in sports performance, injury prevention, injury rehabilitation, and keeping the University of Alabama at a very high level of competition. So thank you, Jeff, for being with us today. We'll talk a little bit about uh, youth sports and uh, what are some recommendations regarding uh, sports specialization? We find that more kids do better if they participate in a variety of sports rather than just one. And what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I think I think you have to be really, really careful. Uh, you know, when you talk about specializing at a young age, and I get it as you get older, but you know, I think we've gotten away from just letting kids be kids and letting them do what they want to do versus what we think they should do. And, and I, I think when you talk about pigeonholing a kid, especially at a young age, let's say you're, you're going to focus solely on baseball, you know, and, and then this kid ends up, that's all they do. And, and those movement patterns are just repeated over and over and over again with no, really no breaks. I, I think some of the specialization, honestly, is leading to some significant overuse issues. And I, I think it's a big problem. Okay. Uh, recovery is a big thing. Kids need sleep. They need to recover from their sport, whether it's even just weightlifting, off-season conditioning, things like that. What are some of your recommendations for young athletes to, to pay attention to those things? Uh, I think the biggest thing about recovery, you know, it's a, it's a catchphrase or, or catch term, uh, but the biggest thing is just to actually do it. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes recovery to me is just simply stepping away from your activity, you know, for, for a period of time. I'm not talking about an extended time, but just taking some meaningful time off. But, you know, in terms of specific things like post activity, post game, post practice, you know, we're, we're big believers in, in cryotherapy and, and there's a, thousand different ways that you can involve, you know, cryotherapy involve basically ice um, in, in the healing and the, in the recovery process. That's something that I would encourage parents to do, you know, with their young kids. And, and then I think massage, we are huge believers in, in massage therapy, you know, for athletes. I, I think there's a lot of benefit in that. You know, there's a hundred different m- recovery modalities, a lot of them are which are extremely expensive and they're things that you see at high-level sport organizations, but you don't have to have those tools to, to help a kid adequately recover. I mean, even if you have a swimming pool, getting them in and doing some type of aquatic therapy, I think is really helpful for recovery. Right. Nutrition, hydration, yeah. flexibility. Yeah. Those are simple things that, that uh, everybody can do. You said, I don't mean to interrupt you there, but the, I think the hydration piece is something that gets solely missed. Uh in, in recovery, and that's a good one. I, obviously, I, I didn't bring it up when we were talking here, but I, I think that is something that if parents of, of young kids could focus on proper hydration uh, would be really, really beneficial. Talk about hydration for just a minute. What are some do's and don'ts, uh, things that you want to get into your body and things that you don't want to get into your body? You know, we, we try to talk to our guys about, you know, the the – I mean, water is, I mean, the biggest thing right there. If they'll just focus on consuming water, that's that's goal number one. Goal number two is staying away from the, the, the fluids that will actually dehydrate you. Soft drinks are, to me, are a huge problem there, especially in that population and young kids where they like them, they taste good. Uh, but those things obviously can, can do the opposite of what you want, which is you want the body to be hydrated, and the soft drinks definitely can cause a dehydration effect. So uh, big believers in sport drinks, the right ones especially. I mean, you know the brand names, Gatorade and Powerade, all of which I think are beneficial. Uh, but you have to have a good balance between those electrolyte beverages and just true 
water. I think there, there's got to be a pretty even mix there. Speak to, if you would, uh, energy drinks. Maybe some of the, to me, they're, they're dangerous in, yeah, in athletics because yeah. of the cardiac issues that can yeah. occur. Well, you just said it perfectly. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of those at all. I think uh, those drinks that are obviously loaded with a ton of caffeine, um, not a good thing for a young athlete, or any athlete for that matter, but certainly for a young athlete. I, I think the, the cardiovascular risk of those are, are extremely uh, concerning to me. So the Red Bulls, and, and I know there's a ton of them out there uh, that, that kids are they're using those really to compensate for what they're not doing from a recovery standpoint, from the sleep standpoint, from those things, you know, so uh, let me, let me not sleep. I'm not going to sleep, but I'll get up and drink two Red Bulls before I go work out or before I go to compete. It, it just doesn't, over time, it's not going to add up. Right. They don't call it monster for, for <laughs> no, no, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay. Well, just a couple more things. Uh, when we talk about uh, cardiac issues, sudden cardiac arrest is a big issue. It's a leading cause of death in, in uh, youth athletes and that. So what are some things that y'all do to uh, look at people's histories and just really make sure from a preventative standpoint, uh, somebody is safe to participate from a cardiology standpoint? I think that's something to me that's almost, uh, I don't want to say ever-changing, but ever-evolving and, and, and an area that um, I know the, the research, trying to stay on top of that in terms of what you actually need to do in a, in a physical um, is is definitely something that's changing over the years for sure. But I think just a good pre-participation physical, especially for a young athlete, um, is, is really critical. But I think it's got to be done by a practitioner, a physician, who has some skill sets in sports medicine. I think that's important too, because those folks are going to know what they're looking for on just a general cardiac um, exam that you would do when you go for a, for a physical. You know, with our guys at the level that we're at, when, when they come in, we're, we're going to do um, an echocardiogram as a standard deal. Obviously, an, an EKG as part of that uh, will be done. And anything that we find, any abnormalities we find on those tests would would lead to some follow-up testing that we would do. And some people might argue that that's a little bit overkill, but it, it certainly makes us feel safer uh, when we're doing that. But I think one of the biggest things, though, is just a family history, uh, especially a, in, in someone who's got a family history of a sudden cardiac death at a, at a young age, anyone below 50 in the family that's passed away of a cardiovascular event. You know, those are those are red flags for us with our athletes, and those are ones that, that we're going to take our time reviewing and making sure that that athlete's ready to participate. Okay, excellent information, and uh, thank you. There, there's everybody today thinks they're the best. Mm. They promote themselves on social media. Uh, they all want to go to the pros. Mm. We know what the uh, they all want to go to Alabama, mm. and they all know what the uh, what the percentages of that are. But uh, Jeff, you're you're a person of very high character. I admire that. Uh, Coach Saban preaches good character and things like that. But what what advice can you give to kids, coaches, parents to keep things in the right perspective? Well, that word perspective is, is something that I have to remind myself of every single day, and I think it I think it's the key to to avoiding burnout, to be quite honest with you, not, not just in athletics, but in, in anything that you do as in any profession that you do. And it's just keeping the main things in your life, the main thing, which to me, you know, I, I always call it my three F's, my faith, my family, and then football. And, and I try to keep them in that order. My faith being the most important thing in my life 
and my family right there with it. And then the third thing for me is obviously my involvement with football. But I, I try to make sure that that is third, if not lower than that. <laughs> not that it's not important. I value what I do. I'm trying to do my best at what I do. But I don't want it ever to to interfere with those other two things in my life. And um, sometimes I do a good job of it. Sometimes I don't. But I think that's what's helped me to maintain some perspective over the years. Well, very, uh, very good advice. And thank you very much, Jeff, for your time. And uh, best of luck in the future. And uh, roll tight. Roll tight. All right. Thank you.